Welcome, everyone, to episode seven of the Daddy Sharps podcast. I'm Luke. And I'm John. We're just a couple of dads who like to make the sharpest bets we can. And this week in college football, we get sharp on some bulldogs, dragons, a big green wave, and a battle down in Florida. Plus, we'll have all our best bets in the NFL, too. You know, but first, John, a little quick recap for us. You know, we are hitting 70% accuracy on college best bets on the spreads. Killing 50% it. accuracy on college over-unders. Those pesky college over-unders. Can you believe that? Killing it, sir. Killing it. And in the NFL, we're killing it also on the over-unders. And to be honest, we're we're down some units on the spreads. We're going to have to work on that. And we're going to start this week because we are in the meat of the NFL betting season. Hey, John. John, let's start off with a question. Love I it. love Thanksgiving. How about you? Love Thanksgiving. And I got to say, I love mashed potatoes, but my favorite is the stuffing, sir. But my absolute favorite, after the meal is done, watching the football on TV. And until recently, now we can bet on those games on TV. <laughs> Makes awesome. it even a little better. Yeah, it does. And especially on the West Coast and mountain time zones, when the games start a little bit earlier, you can kind of sneak a couple in before you have to go to dinner. Love yep. it. Yes. Love it. <laughs> hey, we got some great stuff for you in this podcast. Later in the podcast, we're going to deep dive into our best bets on all three NFL Thanksgiving games, John, with a little twist. I have prepared some oh, Thanksgiving boy. mystery questions for you, sir. Then I say mystery. I say mystery because I, have I shared these with you in advance? You have not shared these. You have sticked. You have stuck to journalism ethics and will not reveal the questions. I will not share questions before I ask them. Nope, we're ethical on this show. Yeah, so that's going to be a lot of fun too. You have no idea what I'm going to ask you. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> All right, my man, let's recap our best bets from last week. I'll start us off. Houston at East Carolina. East Carolina was laying five and a half at home. My best bet was the Cougars plus five and a half. You know, I bought it at five and a half. I, I think I bought it again at six just, just because. And the Cougars destroyed the Pirates. Next game, I told you about Cincinnati Bearcats laying 17 at Temple. The over-under in this one was 50 and a half. So, I loved Temple plus 17, and I am so happy I didn't bet that because that lost. But my best bet here was over 50 and a half, and I did bet that one. Temple couldn't <laughs> couldn't manage anything but a field goal in this game. The total, the final was 23-3. This one was a loser. You got to get the fire extinguisher, Luke, because I was hot in college this weekend. Hot, baby. UTSA minus 12 and a half. I'm in love with the Roadrunners. They're my new favorite team, and they're playing to their potential right now. They cruised the victory in this one, 51-7. Luke, they were covering in the first quarter. It was over. Even the other team, even Rice had their backups in the fourth quarter. That's how good it was. So that was a great, great win there. And then I went back to my old school, Colorado State. But this time, I bet them. Colorado State plus 21 and a half. Air Force jumped to a 17-0 halftime lead. My research had this game at a 19-point victory for Air Force, so I wasn't worried. Colorado State, State made the adjustments at halftime, scored two touchdowns in the second half, and they covered 2-0 in college football this weekend. 
Very nice, my man. And I love both of those picks myself. To the NFL, the Jets at the Patriots. Patriots land three at home. I said this would come down to third down conversions and how bad the Jets are in that data point. The Jets in this game were three and 14 on third downs. Think about that. Three and 14. Patriots, I mean, they weren't good either on third down, but. But we saw that incredible return at the end for the game uh, to, to win the game. So, uh, you know, who cares? Big win. It's, it's Washington the game Commander. that benched Zach Wilson, sir. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I heard that just came out. Yes, it did. Remember that. It was all those third downs. I'm telling you. Yep. <laughs> the Washington Commanders minus three at Houston. The over under this one was 40 and a half. I bet the Texans plus three in this game Ooh. and lost it. But the best bet last week, if you remember, was the under 40 and a half, which hit final score 23-10. Luke, thank goodness I bet the under with you on that one there because I did not have a very good week in the NFL. Detroit at the New York Giants for the second week in a row. I made fun of Detroit's defense for the second week in a row. Detroit's defense shut me up. They destroyed the Giants 31-18, lost my bet. Detroit went up 17-6 in the first quarter, never looked back. Watching this game, it reminded me that the Giants are really one of those teams that's not built to come back. They're built to play from ahead. Then I did Carolina at Baltimore, loved the over. My data said that this was going to be a game of 46. The over-under was 43. Baker Mayfield was back to help move the offense. Mark Andrews was back for Lamar Jackson. Uh, I was wrong, plain and simple. This game had six total points in the fourth quarter. At halftime, they were offering live odds on the over-under at 22 and a half. Rinse and repeat, my friend. These days are going to happen, and I'm back on the winning train this week. You know, I was with you on that one, too, and I think I remember texting you in the third saying, maybe, just maybe, and... (laughs) No. (laughs) Hey, we'll hit it. We'll hit it this week because it's time for this week's Best Bets. And I'll start us off with our best college picks for the week. And for that one, I am heading to Cincinnati, Tulane at Cincinnati. Cincinnati land two at home. The over-under in this one is 47. This is a Friday night game. Keep that in mind. Friday night game. So you want to get those bets in accordingly. So the winner of this game is going to host the AAC Championship. The loser goes home. It's that simple. Let's break down Tulane first. The Green Wave is 9-2 and against the spread this season. 2-0 and against the spread is the underdog. 4-0 against the spread playing on the road. They blew out SMU last week in what was supposed to be a close game. Their defense is 15th when it comes to points per play allowed. They are 25th when it comes to yards per drive allowed for the Bearcats. Yeah, good team, but they will most likely be playing with out their starting QB or his foot last game is questionable. The Bearcats are not strong at running the ball, averaging 126 yards per game. They are three and six against the spread as favorites this season, two and three against the spread at home. So Yikes. my best bet, I am riding the green wave all the way to the championship, John. Green wave of cash. The money line is plus 110. Tasty in this one, but... You know, got to buy those points. Got to buy the points. Best bet, Tulane plus two, and it might be plus one by the time you get this bet in. I like it. I like it. Sir, I'm going to do something on this podcast I've never done before. I'm going to offer a two-team teaser. First leg of that teaser, 
UAB minus 17 and a half at Louisiana Tech. My best bet here, tease that down six. So you're going to get UAB minus 12 and a half. Luke, I'm going to hit you with a lot of numbers right now. And it's about one of my favorite positions. You know, I love the running backs. Are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> Meet Dwayne McBride, junior Hello, running Dwayne. back for Alabama, Birmingham, 5'11", 215 pounds of violence. This guy cleans 345, benches 385, squats 550, and he's quicker than a hiccup. Runs the 40 in the low four fives. He has the NFL draft buzz already. Already ranked top 20 running back in the draft this, this year coming out. One of the best running backs in the history of UAB. And Luke, 1,400 yards, 18 touchdowns already this year. But this is a show that looks at everything. I'm going to give you all the numbers. Last week, he went to LSU, faced a SEC defense. He was limited to 34 yards and a touchdown. Do you like what you hear so far, Luke? Yeah, I'm kind of liking this. Liking this a lot. Well, let me hit you with this. UAB plays Louisiana Tech this week, one of the worst rushing defenses in the country, ranked 129th. They gave up 31 touchdowns already this year on the ground. McBride, last year as a sophomore in the first half, ran for 210 yards and four touchdowns. This is a really big spread for a team that runs. That's why I'm teasing it down. But I also don't trust Louisiana Tech to cover. I love teasing this down to that minus 12 and a half. And to get that good money that you want, this is the second leg of the teaser. Wyoming at Fresno State, minus 14 and a half. I think that half point's a little bit of a trick, Luke. I don't like it. The Bulldog quarterback is back, though. He's missed some games earlier in the year with an injury, but the draft buzz early in the year said this guy is an NFL-quality quarterback, possibly first-rounder. 16 touchdowns to three interceptions with 74% completion rate. And that's in an injury-shortened season. Wyoming plays every team tough, though. The biggest mismatch in this game, Wyoming's passing offense ranked 125th in the nation versus Fresno State's pass defense, which is ranked 35th in the country. I don't think Wyoming can keep up, but I do not like that half point. This is a Friday night game. So get this teaser in early, UAB minus 12, Fresno State minus nine and a half. You are on point, sir. On point. Let's get that. On point. Teaser. I'm going to get that teaser. You know what else oh, I'm going to get? We got, we got in-state rivals here, sir. Yeah. This next bet, Central Florida at Southern Florida. Central Florida favored by 19 and a half in this game. The over-under 69 and a half. So I'm naturally looking at the over-under in this one, right? Central Florida is still in the hunt for the AAC championship. There's a chance here, despite losing to Navy last week, the Knights are good on both sides of the ball. On the defense, they allow an average of 19 points per game. South Florida is a below-average team. They rank 77th in points scored per game. Last week, oh. they looked great putting up 42 against Tulsa, but the Bulls ran <laughs> like every trick play in their playbook to get there. UCF is not Tulsa, folks, and tricks will not get it done here. The Knights will drop the hammer on the Bulls, and they might even cover 19 and a half, but my best bet in this one, 69 and a half, take the under. I like it, sir. I like it. All right, this next bet. You know what it's going to be. I only got a couple more chances to bet them. UTEP at UTSA. UTSA opened this baby up at minus 18 and a half. Currently minus 17. 
I'm going with the Roadrunners again, baby, to cover this spread. 12th best scoring offense in the country. They're really putting it all together right now. Frank Harris, the dual threat quarterback, is killing Conference USA opponents. Against Rice, he threw for two touchdowns and ran for over 100 yards and added three on the ground. This guy's gathering national attention. He's up for uh, the best quarterback of the nation award. He's not going to win it, but he's right there. And these guys are on an eight-game winning streak, 28th in the football pool. In the football poll, they should be top 25 by the end of this one. UTEP, 0-5 in the last five at San Antonio and only covered the spread once. UTEP is horrible on the road. 1-4. The Roadrunners are handling business recently, outscoring opponents 92-14 to the last two weeks. They beat Louisiana Tech and Rice. UTEP lost to both those schools by an average score of 8.5. The Roadrunners are right in the sweet spot here. 2-0 against the spread in spreads of 14.5 to 20.5. They only run into trouble when they got to cover three touchdowns. And like I said, this defense is playing a lot better. My favorite bet here, UTSA covers minus 17. Yeah, I like that a lot. God, you every week, every week you do it. You just convince me. You convince me. <laughs> the Roadrunners, baby. Roadrunners. Let's segue to the NFL. Kick us off, John. The NFL. I can't believe I'm doing this. I can't believe I'm saying it, Luke. I've been off this team all year. <laughs> Here it comes. I'm ready for the groans. I am taking the Denver Broncos minus two and a half at Carolina. I know, I know. I'm getting in late on this. I've avoided the Broncos all year until now. Denver has been favored four times this year, and they failed to cover the spread all four times. But there's a silver lining here, Luke. To beat the spread, you have to be able to score points. And finally, finally, Denver is playing an offense that's actually worse than theirs. Denver's ranked 31. 31. Carolina's dead last. We have a chance, sir. This is a pure defense bet. I'm betting on a top five defense to hold the worst offense in the league, less than 10 points. This is the one you share around the dinner table tomorrow. You say, I'm taking the Denver Broncos minus two and a half. When you get to get back together on Christmas, you rub it in their faces. Carolina has five wins against the spread this year. Four of them in the NFC South. When they play unfamiliar opponents, they can't buy a spread. They're one in five. The only one they covered was against Baltimore last week. And that was a huge spread, 13 points. They still lost by 10. So I love the Denver Broncos in this spot. And if they don't cover, I will never utter their name again. <laughs> <laughs> you promise? Take the Denver Broncos minus two and a half. Little caveat here, though. I do not okay. like it at three. Do not like it at three and a half. I think two and a half or lower know. is a perfect number. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I agree as much as I just loathe taking this. Um, <laughs> you're, you're right. Data's on point. It's there. It's there for the taking. Yep. All right, man. For my first NFL pick, best bet, I'm looking at a teaser. So you got the Bengals of the Titans. Bengals laying one and a half like in nashville that is a slap in the titans face right there and then you got the packers at the eagles minus seven i'm gonna tease the titans to seven and a half and the eagles down to one the packers are done their season is over they are two and six against the spread in their last eight games the eagles are two and four against the spread in their last six but i mean to be fair those spreads for the eagles those were some massive spreads right Yes. And they still won a lot of games, obviously. 
but the Eagles defense has been a little suspect lately. We've all seen that that's why I want to do the tease here just for safety for the Titans. They're starting to play some decent footballs. We've seen in the last couple of weeks. They're eight. No against the spread in their last eight games. That's mm. pretty awesome. I like this it. is a revenge game from last year's playoff game. And Vegas says they're a home dog. Hmm. I love the Titans here. Love it. Still want some safety, though. So my best bet is tease the Titans and the Eagles, and you'll have a winner. I like that bet. I am with you. I am with you on it. And now I'm going to your hometown, Mr. Luke. I'm going with the Las Vegas Raiders at Seattle, and I like the over 47 and a half here. My numbers have this game as a 48-pointer. Basically, these are both top 15 offenses versus bottom third defenses. I have all the faith in the world that the Seahawks can put up the points that they need against the Las Vegas Raiders. This bet really comes down to can the Raiders score 21 when these guys score 21, the Raiders hit the over every time my research says at 78% of the time against this defense, the Raiders can put up 21 points. Seattle has a fifth-ranked offense in points scored. They also have a 28th-ranked rush defense, which should open up some things for Brandon Jacobs and hopefully some deep shots to Devontae Adams. Seattle faced one top-six offense this year, and the, and the total score was 50. The Vegas Raiders faced one top-six offense, and the total was 59. So Vegas will engage in a shootout. Seattle is the sixth-best offense in the NFL right now. I love the over. 47 and a half. All right, moving on. Texans at the Dolphins. Okay, Dolphins at home here, laying 13. I don't want anything to do. I don't want anything <laughs> to do with that spread. Absolutely nothing to do with that spread. The over-runners where I'm at in this game. Uh, you know, well, let me put it this way. Looking at the Texans in this game, I'm expecting them to continue to be the worst team in football. And that will lead to the under in this game. Miami is going to win this game, no question. I don't know if it's by 13, but they're coming off a bye week. They're rested, no injuries to speak of. They want to hold on to first place in the AFC East for sure. For the Texans, they are 5-1 and one when it comes to the under in their last six games against AFC opponents. The Dolphins are 5-5 five and five on the over-under this season, but 1-4 and four on the over-under at home. Lovey Smith. Will not commit to Davis Mills. Have you heard the, any news since then? I think this is still an up in the air. Is that is that it, right? Yeah, it's still up in the air, but they were so high on this kid coming in. He got his chance. Now it's time. <laughs> yeah, and I, I saw an opinion piece in the Houston Chronicle calling for Kyle Smith to take over his QB. So a lot of controversy there. All of that will make for a low-scoring game. And uh, I'm telling you, take the under and you will be happy. All right. Let's move on to our deep dive here. Time now for this week's deep dive. Ooh. And this week, John, right before we start diving into the turkey, the potatoes, the green bean casserole, the cranberry sauce, all oh. smothered in gravy. Yes. We're going to dive into the NFL's Thanksgiving games, all three of them. And we're going to start with the spread for the first game of the day. But first, John, first, John. Oh, oh boy. I told I yeah, I told you earlier in the podcast I'd be asking you Thanksgiving mystery questions during oh, our deep dive. Yeah. Oh boy, Myst here we go. Again, mystery questions because uh you I have not shared these with you before. 
accurate right now. Correct. correct. Okay. You do, I don't know the answers. I'm kind of curious myself, but, but I don't want to scare you. I don't want to scare you or anybody else listening. So uh, we're going to start you off with a softball here. Okay. Ready? Yes. Question yes. number one. Question number one, a softball. Pumpkin pie or pecan pie, John? Pecan pie. And it's got to be warm. I, I like you. that. I love you so much. <laughs> that is the correct answer, sir. See, yes. So bad. Awesome. So bad. I can right. I can roll so, with that. I can roll with these mystery questions. This next bet, not a mystery for me. Buffalo minus nine, now minus 10 at Detroit. I love Detroit with the points. I actually like this game at plus nine. Then I was able to get it at plus 10. And I still still think that line is holding at plus 10 right now. First of all, record number of games this year are being settled by one score. Buffalo has been on the struggle bus the last five games. One and four against the spread. We all know about Detroit right now. They've won the last three, and they are three and one against the spread in the last four. Any spread over six, Detroit is two and one on the year. The only loss against the spread in those three games, DeAndre Swift was injured. I went back and looked at every single game, Luke. Get this. DeAndre Swift is the linchpin of this offense. Maybe this entire Detroit Lions team. With this guy in the lineup, they are 6-2 and two against the spread, and the biggest loss they had with him toting the rock, four points. We're getting 10 here. Home dogs on the year are hitting 55%. You are making money if you bet every home dog all year long. Take the Lions plus 10. Take the Lions plus 9. Heck, take the Lions plus 9.5. Get it a lot. I hit it at plus 10, and I'm loving that bet right now. <laughs> I like it. All right, let's talk about the over-under in this got one, the John. the over-under in this game. That's right. But first, but first mystery question. You son Thanksgiving of a Thanksgiving number two. Yeah, yeah. Here oh. we go. This is fun. We're having fun. It's the holidays. It's festive. <laughs> it's Wednesday evening. It's nighttime on the East Coast. It's evening here on the West Coast. Oh, I As we're recording this, I'm looking out. I'm seeing this beautiful sunset in the distance. Yes. So we started you out with a softball question. Now we're going to do a little bit of a deeper dive, John. Serious. A deeper dive. Let's hear it. Are you ready? Are yes. you ready? Yes. Okay. <laughs> it's not that bad. But here's the point. The games start early for you and me, Pacific and Mountain Time Zones. Question for you. When mm. is it okay to start boozing on Thanksgiving morning? Or do you have to wait until the afternoon? Oh, kickoff of the first game. And it's at 10 a.m. my time, 9 a.m. your time. That is what the Bloody Mary is made for, my friend. There's a variety of breakfast alcoholic drinks that you could enjoy. I say kickoff of the early game. Okay. Well, <laughs> sir, that would be the correct answer. And now for a bonus question. John, bonus. I'm looking for a... Yeah, bonus question. Oh. I'm looking for a... And I'm looking for a correct answer on this one. Yes. So do you start off with... Bourbon, vodka, or tequila? Ooh. I'm going to go with the screwdriver, so vodka. And I know that's the wrong answer for you. <laughs> yeah, it was the wrong answer for, for a different reason, because the answer is all three, John. All three oh! is what you start out with. Here we go. Here we go. Like hey <laughs> All right, give, me the under, the under. give me the over-under in this game, let's, sir. <laughs> let's talk about the over-under, which is 54 and a half last time I checked. Moved a little bit. I got a little bit of a 
uh, an edge to it right now. It started out at 54. Lions have won three in a row. I mean, they're, I mean, come on now. Let's hear it for the Lions. This is a yeah. must win for the Bills. I, th- I think if they want to, you know, keep their number one seed in the in the playoffs, get that hope alive, you got to win here. It's it's the Lions for God's sake. The under is six and zero oh in their last six meeting meetings, and our data says the total here is actually more like forty nine. So my best bet here is take the under fifty four and a half. I like that a lot. I'm I'm riding that with you, my man. I'm riding that with you. Nice. And we're moving on to our next game. Los Gigantes de Nueva York. Nice. It's the Dallas Cowboys. Done. Nicely done, Luke. Gracias. Thank you. Thank you. Well, NFL was just in Mexico. Yes. Mexico City. It was like it was a great game. Great Looked atmosphere. Good. 100,000 yeah. people in the stands. Oh, that looks incredible. Yes. But John, before we get to that game, hey, time for another mystery Thanksgiving question. Son question number a... three. <laughs> and this time we're hitting a speed round. So yes. answer these questions as, as fast as you can. Are you ready first, for this one? First word that pops into my head. First one. First one. Yep. All right. Cranberry sauce, canned or real? Real. Mashed potatoes or sweet potatoes? Mashed. Biscuits or rolls? Biscuits, baby. <laughs> is your plate, John, organized, or do you like it sloppy with gravy on everything? We even got gravy on the cranberry everywhere. And finally, do you stuff your bird or not? Oh, yeah. Stuff the bird. So nice. I love it. So just to recap, the takeaway is that you like it sloppy and you love stuffing the bird. All right, we're moving on. <laughs> Moving on. I the walked Giants, right into that one. I walked right into it. <laughs> Giants at Dallas. Minus nine and a half. Dallas land the points. My guess is, and it happened, that it would move to 10 by game day. And it moved to 10. It might go back and forth. But I think on game day, it, heck, if it, it could move even to uh, 10 and a half or 11. I wouldn't be surprised as the money starts pouring in on Dallas. Let's talk about the spread, though. Dallas looked great last week, destroying the Vikings. Their defense seems like it's clicking. Dak had that offense moving In the last three games he has, they are averaging 6.4 yards per play, and they have a 60% third down conversion rate. Just the opposite for the Giants. They were out of sync, and they didn't look like a 7-3 and team at all last week. However, two things have made my mind up here on this spread, John. Number one, the Giants are a close-knit team. They believe in each other. That locker room is tight. They knew last week was an anomaly. They are not that team. They're going to make corrections. They're going to make it work. Number two, Dak Prescott always chokes in big primetime moments. Tell me I'm wrong. You can't. You can't. You are correct. (laughs) Cowboys might win this one, but the data likes the Giants to cover, and I do too. Plus nine and a half, ten, ten and a half. It goes up. It's better. Take the points. John, what are your thoughts on the over-under in this game? I love the over-under on this game. Now, currently, this over-under sits at 43 and a half. I love the under. Now, just because the rest of us had a short week, the NFL did not. We cannot forget this is still a Thursday game, and most of these Thursday games do go under. I know you know this, Luke. Years ago in The Athletic, Richard Sherman once wrote, your body can't recover in time for these games. That's why the scores are so low. The unders on the year are hitting 57%. And it is that that Thursday game. 
The Giants are under machines, baby. Seven and two and one on the year. They like to grind the clock out and run behind Saquon. The wide receiver core is pretty beat up. On the year, they average over under set by the books is 43, and they are hitting seven out of 10 of those. Right now, it's 43 and a half, folks. On the other side, Dallas is six, three, and one to the under. At last check, the public is buying this number up. 71% of the bets are on the over. Wait as long as you can to get this bet. Tomorrow, when you're washing the dishes right before the game comes on, put this under in and you're going to get a bargain. Go with the sharp side and cheer on the defense, baby. Under is going to hit in this one. Under 43 and a half. I love it. And weren't you telling me earlier that everyone kind of gets hyped during the Thanksgiving games. And they, when you're hyped and you're excited and you want to see bad, great games and, and high-scoring games, and, and you yes. bet the over. The public bets the over. In fact, that uh, that Buffalo game opened at 51 and a half. It's moved three points already. Like, people are going to be betting these overs up. We like the unders in these first two games. Yeah, and if you like the unders and you love that number like we do, like our data shows and our research shows, and if you see the line moving the other way, that tells you something, you're doing it right. You keep buying. All right. <laughs> you keep buying. You keep buying. Hey, we're on to our final game of the day, but Ooh. wait a second. Wait a second. It's time for Mystery Thanksgiving question number four. Oh, boy. Here we go. So so let's just kind of recap. How, how, how are you feeling after? These aren't that difficult. It's not, you know, come on. Those are just pretty simple. Fun. Those are pretty simple, my yeah. friend. This one's going to get you in trouble. Uh-oh. <laughs> not really. Not really. But it's going to pull on your experience and your expertise in the TV news biz. You Ooh. you had a whole career dedicated to that. And here you go. So yes. you're going to rank the you're going to rank these commentating crews in order worst worst to best. So oh. name your worst worst first and then best. So we're going to start off with the Bills Lion game uh, Lions game. Here's the crew: Jim Nance, Tony Romo, Tracy Wilson on the sidelines. Then you've got the Giants-Cowboys game, middle of the day. you got Kevin Burkhart and Greg Olson, Aaron Andrews on the sideline. And then the Patriots-Vikings game, Mike Tirico, Chris Collinsworth, Melissa Stark on the sidelines. Rank them worst to best. All right. Olson is going to be worst because he just hasn't earned it yet, my friend. He just hasn't earned it yet. He's still relatively new. So I'm going to – I'm going to – I'm going to say it's the worst, but worst is a little unfair. I do enjoy him, but he's going to be the worst. He's got good insight, but but he he's talks got... a lot sometimes, right? Yeah, yeah. My number two, my number two, hopefully me and you agree. My number two is Jim Nance and Romo. Just don't do it for me, my friend. Just don't do it for me. Um, but they're... Really? Back up, back up, back up, back up. What doesn't do it for you? Why don't you like those, those guys? I mean... Jim uh, Nance is a classic it's well it's it's a new classic it's like it's like uh saying garth brooks is a classic country music artist but i'm more of a waylon jennings guy my man that's oh, a classic so... that's a classic so uh, my my wife would be giving you a big kiss for saying <laughs> that right now about waylon jennings uh you know i but, but remember give him credit a little bit remember when tony romo we first started everyone thought you know, uh, th this guy is going to just, he's going to fall over the place. And, and then he, he starts calling plays and he gives insights and he's always right. I mean, he's grown yeah. on me. He's just, he's grown on me. He, he's growing on me, but it, it's just not, it's just not one of my favorites. 
right. On the other hand, my absolute favorite, you could pair this guy up with anybody. I absolutely love Chris Collinsworth. Love that guy. So that's my favorite on the day tomorrow. I do too. You know, Melissa Stark kind of, she left the biz and then she came back. I always thought she was solid, you know, and she's, yeah. she's she really, she just great on the, no, she, she could be in the, she should be in the booth quite frankly, but Mike Tirico, yeah. you know, when, when they split up the crew and, and I thought, oh, maybe it's not going to work. Mike, yeah. he, he's a solid, he's a pro, been he's around a, forever. I, I yeah. agree with you. He's good. I, I agree with you. That's how I would have ranked these. Oh, nice. Nice. Uh, I'm going to give you a bonus here. All-time favorite of all time, and I think it's most everybody's. Mine is definitely, definitely going to be Pat Summerall and John Madden. Oh, yeah. Love them. Love them. What about you? Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Growing up and, um, yeah, growing up, uh, watching Redskins, living in the D.C. area. Uh, they were great if you could catch them on a game. There's some great radio teams, too. R- the radio team in, in D.C. was fantastic. Sonny Jurgensen, Sam Huff. Uh, God, those guys were good, too. Um, I, I, You know, I was going to – yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. John, John Madden. John Madden circling oh. that turkey was just like – it was oh. just a part of the – just a part of Thanksgiving there. Let's take a look it at them legs. How many legs we got there? And he circles them on the Telestrator. One, it, two, it was... three. <laughs> It was Thanksgiving. It was Turduckins. Come on, it man. It was Come good. On. Hey, but remember, always remember, folks, it ain't show friends. It's show business. Let's move That's on. Right. John, start That's us right. off with the third and final game of the afternoon. Luke, we already gave our best bets of the week. If this wasn't in our deep dive, this would have been one of my best bets of the week. I love the New England Patriots at Minnesota. I love the New England Patriots plus three. Uh, Minnesota's only covered two spreads at home this year, a two and a half and a four. They are the master of the one score game and they live on the razor's edge. My friend, the Patriots in the last seven are six and one against the spread. You ever seen that movie? Mad Max. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's called the road warrior. And that's what Belichick and these Patriots are called three, one and one against the spread on the road. We all know what we're in for this night too. It's going to be Belichick. Run, run, run against the 29th ranked D in the league. We all saw what happened with Zeke and Pollard. They torched this defense last week for four touchdowns. Belichick is somewhere right now in a hoodie watching that tape devising a grand scheme. I love the number minus three. Now, this number has moved to minus two and a half in some spots. I do not like it there. So if you're going to buy the Patriots, make sure it's three, three and a half. I didn't share this with you before the game, and um, so I'm going to just kind of go on a limb here. So I checked the two and a half against our research and our data. Um, huge, huge on New England to cover here. Oh, and we already know with our data that it's huge at three. Yeah. So it's a winner I, all I, the way around. I do like it. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of value on that team. All right. The over-under is 42 and a half in this game. I, I couldn't believe these stats when, when I did my research here. The under is six and one in the last seven meetings between these two teams. The under is four and two in the Patriots' last six games. So the same thing is going to happen here on Thanksgiving. My best bet in this game, bet the under 42 and a half. All right, John, time to recap our best bets for this week. But before we recap Uh-oh. our best bets, it is time. We've got 
time for one more mystery Thanksgiving question. You do not know the questions <laughs> in advance. I didn't send them to you. I don't know the answers. Are you ready for number five, the final question of the holiday? Give it to me, baby. John, what are you most thankful for this year? Ooh. Uh, I am going to say, and it's kind of a it, it's kind of a weird one to say, but I'm going to say health. The fact that we are healthy right now. In the business that we were in before, we were able to go into a lot of people's living rooms and see people in bad health. And the health is underrated. So to have good health is a something definitely to be thankful for. Okay, well, that's nice. I'm sorry, John. That is the incorrect answer. <laughs> that is the incorrect answer. You can have your health. That's fine. That's fine. What, I believe what is the correct too. answer, Luke? Well, the, the correct answer we were looking for was we are all thankful every time you meow when you break down a kitten defense. Boom! <laughs> meow! <laughs> I like it. So It's time to recap our best bets. Yes. And I am going with the two-team teaser, baby. UAB minus 12, Fresno State minus 9.5. Remember to get this one in before Friday. Fresno State plays Friday night. We got four days of football, folks. And then my other favorite bet, UTSA. It was minus 17.5. Now it's down to minus 17. I love UTSA to cover. I turn to the Battle of Florida, Central Florida versus South Florida. I like the under here, 69 and a half. And then next, I am riding the Green Wave against Cincinnati. I like Tulane at plus two. It looks like the line is uh, plus one right now. I love it there as well. Green Wave of cash. And I still can't believe I'm saying this out loud. I'm betting on Denver, more specifically Denver's defense. Denver minus two and a half. I like it. Not three or three and a half. Stay away. Raiders at Seattle. I love the over in this game. 47 and a half. And for me, I'm teasing the Titans and the Eagles and the Texans at Miami. I am taking the under here, under 46, only if Mills is benched. But, you know, quite frankly, I'll probably take the under if he's not benched either. They're just a horrible <laughs> team. And finally, recapping our Thanksgiving best bets it is here i can't wait i like the bills lions under 54 and a half the giants los gigantes plus yes. nine and a half i was gonna say wait until game day it's gonna move to 10 it already moved to 10 you might even get it better than 10 and i love the patriots vikings under 42 and a half and i like the lions quite frankly i like the lions plus nine it's at plus 10 take it plus nine and a half take it giants dallas under 43 and a half i guarantee you you're going to get a better number than that just wait for it tomorrow patriots plus three or three and a half and as luke just pointed out plus two and a half love the patriots in this game to cover look for it on game day hey john i gotta oh, tell no. you man i am really thankful for you oh it warms my heart yeah it warms my heart too Good show, my man. Hey, and that's going to do it for this week, the Daddy Sharps podcast. Remember, always gamble responsibly and within your means. And the bets we share are based on our own research. We don't always win. And be sure to check us out on social media. Look for Daddy Sharps on Facebook and at Daddy Sharps on Instagram and Twitter. We will be back next week with all of our best bets and much more. But first, John, who 
is your daddy. We are. Stay sharp, everyone. <laughs>